message you're about to listen to is of Oikea Christian Center. Remain blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lift your hands. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for LMM. Thank you for the light. Thank you for the liftings from within. Thank you for results. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for touched lives, changed lives, changed situations. Thank you for strengthening the ministries, increased grace. Thank you for Oikia Christian Thank you that all grace abound to the ministry. Thank you that the anointing of spreading is still working. Thank you for so much more. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's appreciate your preferred and the wife. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Also, I want us to appreciate my pastor, Pastor Laulu. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Aside being a resident pastor uh, of our center in Kodaos, of his center in Kodaos, he's also in charge of all our churches in the Southwest. Praise the Lord Jesus. Okay. Then I have Pastor Bafemi Johnson. Praise the Lord. Amen to God. Hallelujah. And he is in charge of our church in Porakos. God has Porakos. And also, he is the regional pastor like himself of all our churches in the South-South. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you so much, sir. God bless you, sir. Hallelujah. All right, let's have a seat. Uh, Thank you, Holy Spirit. All right. Um, what I will do, because when I was coming, uh, in prayers, some of the things that I've been teaching on and emphasizing, I was actually instructed by the Spirit of God in that line. Amen. So, I'm just trying to keep up with divine instructions concerning the gift and the calling of God the understanding of same, the impartation of same, the steering of same, hallelujah to God, and how the same can be multiplied in expression. Hallelujah to God. I say hallelujah to God. You can find in the ministry gift of a prophet, you can see a prophet, you can see that anointing stronger, praise the Lord, in a prophet than another prophet. And you can also see a prophet and in his ministry increases over time, okay, in the urgency, the accuracy, and the power of that anointing over time. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. And there are ways around these things. Amen to God. And a minister can have the grace of God and frustrate it. Come on. Because you see, the grace of God is alive. The grace of God can be starved. And the grace of God can be well fed. The grace of God can be inhibited. And the grace of, the grace of God can be expressed. Hallelujah. And greatly so. So, 
we need to understand some of these things. Praise the Lord. So, so far, I have explained, uh, amen to God, the grace of God, and we have brought it down to ministry gifts. Praise the Lord. And we have seen that these things are given according, according to the measure of the gift of Christ. So, the grace of God in ministry gift is in measure. Are you what I'm saying? The grace of God in ministry at a particular point in time is in measure. And that measure is according to another measure. You see that? Of the gift of Christ in the man. Are we following this stage? Now let's just run through scriptures. Today I want to talk about emphasis. You know, I told us that, that one way that this grace of God in ministry gift that is in measure one way that he can have a bold front and produce more results is when that minister recognizes his emphasis over time. Praise the Lord. When he recognizes what is emphasis over time. I know that there are teachings, okay, that there are no emphasis. That all of us, we have the same emphasis. Praise the Lord. And that's one of the reasons the grace of God has been frustrated. You will see as we go on that Paul had his emphasis. You will also see as we go on that the apostleship of Peter to Jerusalem had an emphasis. Are you this what I'm saying? Praise the Lord Jesus. Okay? You will also see as we go on that every minister of God that you know, that you admire, praise the Lord Jesus, came to that trust via emphasis. Are you following what I'm saying? Because the grace of God in a man, praise the Lord Jesus, has fuller expression Towards a particular word, emphasis per time. I'm not saying the emphasis will be your lifetime. Are you this what I'm saying now? Okay? Because there are so many fruits, okay, in the body of Christ. They call it the manifold wisdom of God. And if we do not, if, a, if different emphases of the grace of God are not stressed over time by grace ministry gift in the front line as for men, it will be lost to the generation. Are, we, are you this what I'm saying? You will discover that churches like deeper, church like deeper life, for instance, is known with an emphasis, right? And that emphasis is holiness. However, in my own opinion, one of the greatest ministers in the miraculous, in my own opinion, is Reverend Kumi. <laughs> it's because that's not his emphasis. If you go to Pastor Kumi's meeting, word of knowledge is like C. The accuracy that I have seen there has so far been second to none. The creative miracles. Praise the Lord Jesus. Yet you will see that what we know him for is not miracles. What we know him for is not prosperity, even though he's very prosperous. What we know him for is what? Holiness. God had to preserve that man so that he can preserve that truth. Are you this what I'm saying? Are you this what I'm saying? So, you can say he does not know anything. At least he knows his truth. Are you following what I'm saying? When I was in the university, when I start, when I would start to feel somehow, you know, lost and all of that, I would attend deeper life. No other church could save me, sir. Yeah, deeper life. I'm telling you, if you like sit in one corner, we from tape, we find you out. It's a grace, sir. And you see, that was the emphasis that made his ministry global. 
Because the grace of God on that man, by his interaction with the gift of Christ within, come on, from where if he developed that discipline, that if Christ in me is holy, I have to be holy. Now you know that, right? We all know that, right? But he did not produce certain trust in us. When he produced certain trust in that man, in his appreciation and appreciation of the gift of Christ, a grace came on him to defend that truth. Come on, talk to me. You will discover that Reverend Chris Oyakilumen, praise the Lord, when the Lord Jesus appeared to him from the beginning, he told him to take the, my healing presence to the nations of the world. Are you aware that what makes Oyakilumen's ministry global today is the healing presence? Even though he teaches, are you know what I'm saying? And he has been involved in preaching. Amen to God. But we know him today eh, by that healing presence. Now, when he settled more he, now in the apostolic, praise the Lord Jesus, he is now pronouncing that healing presence more that now as a single ministry, not even in crusade anymore, right there before TV. Come on. He is now holding the world with the healing presence. Emphasis. Hallelujah to God. I say hallelujah to God. You look at a church like MFM. You may not like them. But you see, even people that preach against them have prayer ring. Go on, go on, go on. Go on. They have it. They use it. <laughs> Glory be to God forevermore. There is something that the grace of God is defending and preserving in that man, lest it be lost to generation. You know, Brother Higgins said before he died that there is a move of the Spirit, things of the Spirit, that if it is not taught, it will be lost to generation. Several truths concerning ministry and its front and front would have been lost even to our generation, except that some men held it through the canteen. Are you listening to what I'm talking about here? So, we all cannot be emphasizing the same thing part time. Are you listening to what I'm saying? It's not scriptural. We know that Jesus is the message. A church like this star, for instance. You think they don't preach Jesus? Talk to me. You think a church like this star, you think they don't preach holiness? They preach all these things. But the man understands his emphasis, which is leadership. And and as he preaches all of that thing, and accurately so, and respectively so, and awesomely so, and people are being blessed, strong evangelistic work is going on in this time. Don't stay outside and be judging what you don't know. Strong teachings on new creation realities is going on in this time. Are you listening what I'm saying? However, the front of expression of the minister, hallelujah to God, is leadership. Come on. He had discovered that those with evangelistic emphasis and, and passion, he put them in that sector so that they can express their gift. Those with prophetic emphasis and, and expression, praise the Lord Jesus, he put them in that, whatever, so that those with deliverance emphasis, well, you'll be handling deliverance. That's how ministry functions. When a man of God is trying to be jack of all trade, what is what will happen? The grace of God will not have fuller expression. Emphasis. 
Come on. You need to know what burns in your heart by time. By divine instruction. If you stay there, the grace of God will have fuller expression. And over time, the speaker move you. Are you listening to these things that I am saying? Praise the Lord Jesus. I say praise the Lord Jesus. Are we still together? So, let's start again. 1 Corinthians 15, 10. Alright? By the grace of God, I am what I am. 1 Corinthians 15, 10. Can we have it? Is that possible? Praise the Lord. Okay? Alright? But, by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God. Now when he said, I labor more abundantly than they all. Come on. Then you need to understand what was the labor. What was the front of the labor. What was the end impact of the labor. You will find that there is an emphasis. I have told you. According to the measure of the gift of Christ. Praise the Lord Jesus. There is an eruption from your inside, depending on your interaction with that, that will that will command or attract a, a, a corresponding grace of God in a measure. You feel what I'm saying? As you improve in that measure, then the grace of God that comes also was improved. That the communication of your faith will become effectual by what you do with Christ in you. Now, the effectiveness, okay, now happens by the grace of God. Come on. But what commands that grace of God is, is your spiritual growth. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Your development. So, he said, I labor more abundantly than they all. Now, when you read from the beginning from verse 1, we have seen that, that all of these are informed by visions of Jesus. We understand that, right? And that was why I said that encounters will also help you accelerate your appreciation and appropriation of what? Of the gift of Christ. You know, I said that. That people with a counter seem to have, seem to have a job start. I don't know if you understand, because all of a sudden, the issue of conviction, praise the Lord Jesus, it does not take them much time to be convinced that Jesus Christ is alive. Are you know what I'm saying? You cannot argue with Paul concerning resurrection. Do you know? All of Paul's defense with all the people he defended the gospel was resurrection. You, you can't. He said, what are you telling me? At midday. Praise the Lord Jesus. Are you saying that I am insane? At midday. In fact, for you to know that it was not, it was not planned work. This is not a script. I was going against them. So if I, if I went against them and I came back from going against them, I'm not preaching the same thing that I went against. You think I'm insane? Do I look like a stupid person? Ask all these people accusing me today. We were working together. So if I now come back like this, let me suggest to me, it was at midday. <laughs> so you cannot argue with Paul regarding resurrection. He was convinced instantly. What some, be- some people were still struggling to believe. Jesus Christ appeared to the disciples that were with him from the day he was baptized. When he resurrected, he said he didn't believe. Thomas said, see, except I touch. So he was telling you that he will resurrect, he will resurrect. 
You see, did you believe? Now he has even resurrected. Those who saw him said he resurrected. You say, Umba. He has now come now. The Bible says, and he rebuked them for their unbelief. So these things take time. Hallelujah. But there is something about encounter that shortens the time. Paul instantly, first day, you cannot convince him otherwise that the man was raised from the dead. Talk to me. First day in that encounter, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? First day, sir. Who are you, Lord? Because I know who I'm persecuting. And you are not on the list. I am Jesus, whom thou persecuted. It is hard for you to kick against the prince. Look at this. From day, first day, first encounter, he was convinced of resurrection. He was convinced, pay attention, of his message. Identification. So when you hear Paul say, when I came to you, come on, I, I did not come with excellency of speech, declaring unto you the, the, the testimony of God. Look at this. I determined to know nothing among you except my emphasis. That's why you will not find prosperity teaching in Pauline episode. It's not, it's not his emphasis, even though you understood it. That's why you will not find healing. You know, Apostle Paul did not teach divine healing. You didn't know. Go, go study the word heal, heal, healed in all the derivatives. Heal, healed, healing, health. In the Poland epistle, you'll be shocked. You, you'll be shocked to your bone that it does not look like Apostle Paul in the book of Acts. For instance, he told Timothy, take a go. Did they walk? For your orphan, excuse me, Apostle Paul, you forgot it. Acts 19, 11. You don't even have to be there. And catch it from your body. Apostle Paul was the only one that it is written about God wrote special miracles. Special. It was only for Apostle Paul. Oh, I don't know if you are following what I'm saying. And I hope you know that Luke wrote the book of Acts. And I hope you know that Luke did not always start with Apostle Paul. Come on. Otherwise, how will he write chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, chapter 4, chapter 5? Because Apostle Paul was not there yet. So there was a point that Luke joined himself. Apostle Paul. Are you, are you, are you following what I'm saying? Now pay attention to this. So Luke was aware of Peter's ministry and the miracles. It was Luke that wrote that Peter's shadow was healing the sick. In the book of Acts. Yet, Luke followed Paul and saw miracles. And he said, ah! God wrote special miracles by the hand of Paul. Yeah, that's, and if a special miracle is coming from your hand, sir, there's about a special thing on your head. Are you what I'm saying? Yet, you are telling your foremost disciple to be taken a do. Eh? Exhibit one. Trophimus. Huh? Have I left sick? That means you were with him. He was sick. Probably you, you came and met him sick. You were living with him sick. You left. Ah! 
Hallelujah. Seek. Where is the special miracle from your hand? Hallelujah to God. Talk to me. Epaphroditus was sick. You heard that he was sick and near death. Ah, he was sick. Thank God for having mercy on him. And not only on him, on me also. Lest I have sorrow upon sorrow. It does not sound like somebody who knows about divine healing. In the whole of the epistle, Paul and the epistles are every mention of sick, eh? there was no indication of divine healing. Talk to me. The only mention of healing is an information that there is a gift that heals. And there is no instruction about it. In fact, we are not even told to use it. Don't go check the book. Huh? Or to one, the gift of healing. God has said in the church, uh, 28. Okay? First apostle, second prophet, only teachers. After that, gifts of healing. Information. He was not teaching it. He did not even define it. Why did Paul not teach divine healing? No, he's emphasis. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Can't follow you what I'm saying. So you see, that's why you see all these debates. That way, his prosperity is not his emphasis. So you see, he understood that the grace of God has fullest expression when you know and stay with your emphasis. So he did not allow his grace to be shredded. He stayed with an emphasis so that he can have the fullest operation of the grace of God. That's why he said, I labored more than they all. Are you listening to these things that I'm telling you? Hallelujah. Emphasis. Very important, sir. Hallelujah to God. So, when Apostle Paul met Jesus, and then, pay attention, and then, the Lord said to him, I am Jesus whom thou persecuted. Then he saw that there is no difference between who? Jesus and the church. That was his message. That was his message. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So, we have seen that, and that's exactly what I want to talk about today. And as a minister, you need to understand this. You can teach all other subjects, and very well so. Praise the Lord Jesus. But you must understand the divine instruction for your ministry expression part time. Hallelujah to God. Because the grace of God is in instructions. Hallelujah to God. Huh? Is in where? Instruction. In fact, ministry is in instruction. Come on. Come on. That instruction can take you to location. But ministry is not about location. Ministry is instruction. In the instruction, you, the instruction cannot say go there. Talk to me. Also, ministry is not in years. You know, I was teaching in the school of ministry somewhere. And the Spirit of God told me that some people here have fulfilled their ministry. But they don't even know. 
Because I don't even know what the ministry is. See, a lot of us are just doing jamboree. You know, we are just everywhere doing everything. No, ministry is an instruction. Hallelujah to God. It's an instruction. Part time. What has God said to you to do? Ministry is service. Service means that you were told to do something. And then you are going about doing it. That's why success in ministry, praise the Lord Jesus, or what you call fulfillment of ministry, is that the work is done. Are you listening to these things that I'm saying? The work is done. You are fully obeyed. So you hear some people say, I am now 15 years in ministry. Many times in the observation of God, there are 15 minutes in ministry. Because God has seen that the instruction he gave them is only 15 minutes that they've obeyed it. It's not yes, sir. That's why he said our work will be tested with fire. Our work will not just be accepted as work. Because you can do a great work, but not the right work. And one of the tragedy is that you do so well and so great what you should not have started at all. Glory be to God. I said, glory be to God. Are we still following this thing I'm saying? So he said, that grace. Amen. It's a labor more than they are. They are. Yes, not I. But what? But the grace of God which was with me. Glory be to God forevermore. Glory be to God forevermore. The grace of God which was with me. And we can trace how that grace came on him, right? I said we can trace how that grace came on him, right? So we saw in Act 13, that that grace was given by men upon instruction. You see that? Upon instruction. Why did that instruction come? Quickly, let's go to Acts 13. Praise the Lord. Acts 13 from verse 1. Before then, let's see Acts 12, the last verse. You know, Acts 12, the last verse. Pay attention to this. Amen to God. The last, the last verse. Acts 12. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Ah, Lord, help me. Hallelujah. Okay, verse 25. And Barnabas and Saul returned from where? Jerusalem. So they went to Jerusalem, right? Pay attention. When they had fulfilled what? So there was an instruction. There was something that they were given by instruction to go to Jerusalem. They call it their ministry. Now, they had fulfilled it. What does it mean they fulfilled it? They've carried out the instruction. Now, when they carried out, so as far as this ministry is concerned, they were done. Come on, I said they were done. So they returned. Hallelujah. They returned. Now, when they returned, pay attention. Amen to God. When they had fulfilled their ministry and took with them John, whose son's name was what? Mark. Now, Act 13, 1 could have as well be Act 12, verse 26, right? Now, in, in 13, and I said, now, they were in the church that was what? At Antioch. Certain prophets and teachers, as Barnabas started with Barnabas and ended with Saul. So, each of them will either be a teacher and or a prophet. Are you, are you what I'm saying? Then, praise the Lord Jesus, go ahead. Verse 2. As they what? Minister to the Lord and fasted. The Holy Ghost said, separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work whereunto I have called them. Praise the Lord Jesus. For the work we are on to, I have called them. Now pay attention to this. So now there is a new instruction. 
There is a new work. Are you following what I'm saying? There is a new work. Now, go ahead. Verse 3. Praise the Lord. Alright? And when they had fasted and prayed, and laid their hands on what? On them. Who are the day? Huh? The leadership of the church, right? When you hear and the Holy Ghost say, it was not like I'm speaking now. Holy Ghost started speaking from the microphone. I said, hey, hey, hey. I am Holy Ghost. Pay attention. There's a new instruction. No, 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 no. It was prophecy. Huh? True men. As they fasted and prayed, somebody prophesied. Come on. Somebody what? Prophesied. Whether by tongue or interpretation or by prophecy itself. I even am saying, somebody prophesied. And he said, separate me. Barnabas and Saul for the work whereunto I have what? And then prophecy, right? And when they had fasted and prayed, they laid their hands on them and sent them away. In that laying on of hands, the grace was given for the work. Now, why Barnabas and Saul? They were not the only ones mentioned. Don't forget, they were either prophets and or teachers. So, what is the new work now? Because there is an increase, an improvement of the measure of the gift of Christ. Come on. So, another grace come. Don't forget, grace is an equipment for the work. Grace is not a cliche. Are you listening what I'm saying? Grace is what? It's an equipment for the work. It's just like you have a new office for this time. You start equipping the office. So, grace is equipment. And you must see it like that. It's equipment. Now, Praise the Lord. And send them away. So, look at verse what? Verse 4. Quickly. Now, no. Verse 4. So, they be sent. Who sent them away? Huh? The leadership. Right? When he said it was the Holy Ghost that sent them away. But you see, because the, the work of the Holy Ghost is in men. Hallelujah. Is in men. Descending forth of the Spirit is in men. Refer me for this hand. You know, lay hands on you by destruction of the Spirit and send you to, you know, a community or a whatever. And then you think that he sent you. No. You see, what many of us don't understand is that, you know, Yikia, for instance, praise the Lord Jesus, the working of God in Yikia comes from him. I, I, I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Comes from him. The voice regarding the work is in him. So here is the church at Antioch. The Holy Ghost said, by the leadership. I, I don't know if you are following what I'm saying. By the leadership. It is even possible that Paul or Barnabas being prophet and or teacher. With the prophetic, may I be sensing it. I even am saying that. But they didn't, they didn't get up and say, the Holy Ghost told me. That's what we don't know today. They didn't get up and say, hey, the Holy Ghost, have you heard people come and meet you? And then the next day you say, say, the Holy Ghost has come into prophetic ministry. So, uh, I just come, I say, I should come and tell you. You don't understand that there is system in this work. You think it's a higi yaga thing. You think, you think God is not, God's work is not structured. Hallelujah. Are you aware that even Paul, even Apostle Paul, with all his encounters and all of that, had to go to Jerusalem? If, look at this. If Peter say, 
we do not approve of this man. That's why he said, let's iron in vain. A vote of no confidence from the church at Jerusalem. Eh? Paul, the Paul will not even be accepted. <laughs> All is knowledge. Only him will know that he saw Jesus. You know, there are people that only them know they are anointed. There are structure. You misbehave. Somebody will make a call. Nobody will invite you. There are, you don't know that there are, there, are, there are structures in Nigeria church. You see young people misbehaving. Abusing everybody. Hallelujah to God. And then you want to spread. How? Your face will be on poster. The, the guy that has spent millions for the program will call you and say, sir, you cannot come again. You say, but I'm already on my way here. Do you buy the ticket? We bought the ticket. So when you come back, we will change it for you to return. Why? Somebody called. Are you listening to these things that I'm telling you? There are structures. You cannot just be loose. No submitted, no honor. Come on, no submission. You, you are a freelance. See, see, I'm a freelance apostle. And then you are going with, with your fellow backsliders. One is holding your iPad, another one is holding your bag. Another one is these are my sons, these are my sons. Continue. That's why some people, that's how they will remain. I'm telling you. That's how they remain. There are structures to these things. The work of God on earth today is in men. Are you listening to this as I'm telling you? Is in men. Men must speak over you. Men must put hand on you. Men must be pleased with you. God, God is pleased with me. God has accepted me in Christ. And the man has not accepted you. Continue. Is in men. Hallelujah. Is in men. Are they being sent forth by the Holy Ghost? Powerful. I can stay on this for one month. Then be sent forth by the Holy Ghost. So when they were sending them forth, he said it was the Holy Ghost because it was the Holy Ghost who set those people there. Come on. Everything they were going with came from man. How did it come from man? From the Holy Ghost, amen. The system of divine work on earth today is in men. Huh? Men. God has set in church. Huh? Apostles, prophets. The setting, divine settings are men. Are apostles men? Are prophets men? Are teachers men? The structure of the church of God on earth are men. So ministry gifts are given 
through men. Everything God is doing on earth is doing through men. In this country, for instance. So if you think, I know God. I know God. He is in me. He is in me. So he is not in demand. Praise God. That's why a lot of us, praise the Lord Jesus, need to unlearn. If you really want to go further and fulfill your ministry, can I shock you? Nobody can fulfill his ministry or a ministry without men. You are never equipped once and for all eh, to fulfill your ministry. Are you what I'm saying? Huh? You are never You will continually need men. You continually need submission. You will continually need men's leadership. You continually need men's covering. You know, there was a time they said there's no covering. You know, now they believe there's covering now. One time, you know, there was this debate that there's no revival. You know, semantics. That revival means to come alive. See, the Bible said we have already come alive in Christ. And, and people will be, people will be, will be trumpeting context and, and, and not, and not honoring it. As a man of God came up and said that myself and mention another man of God, he said, we have agreed. As in life, you know, we have agreed that there is nothing like revival. As in you and that man. You don't matter that much. Praise the Lord Jesus. That there's no revival. Today now. Praise the Lord Jesus. Huh? They are chanting revival everywhere. A few years back, there was argument about backsliding that the believer cannot backslide. You know, semantics. That what does it mean to backslide? See, you know, they think they think they think backsliding, backsliding is like this. Talking nonsense with confidence. But many people's eyes are getting clearer. You know, some students that have no responsibility. You know, they, they, don't, they don't do when they come out of school. <laughs> they start seeing clearly. Have you not wondered? Eh? Have you not seen great following on campus? Following one man. Great following. When I was on campus, people left medical board exam to go, to, to go for camp. Are you what I'm saying now? When they came out of school, today, they are no longer following. Ah, what happened? Life happened. Life, sir! Don't you see the society? And it's not, so people think that you think fuel will soon be six naira. For where? Glory be to God. Even the government that said, when we come there, we are going to, re- when, when the fuel was even smaller, we are going to take it back. Life is happening. Even government is confused. I'm telling you. It's confused. 
So he will say, government should do something. Government should, the government will just be here. You don't even know, you don't even know what is going on. We are confused. A, 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 a minister in this nation said that he was with the governor. And while they were talking, the governor said, Pastor, he said, he said now, now only God can help us. <laughs> I said, Governor. <laughs> they are confused. Hallelujah. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's, let's be divine. In our thinking with respect to ministry. You see, this gift of God in you came through men. And that gift still has honor for men. The day you start treating men anyhow, eh, that gift will stay. It came through men. If it will grow, it will grow through men. If it will multiply, it will multiply through me. Oh, Pale Brigadiva. You see, don't get it. Destruct the nature of the church is Christ. The structure of the church. Amen. Come on. Hallelujah. That's hallelujah. So they be sent forth by the Holy Ghost. Powerful statement. Departed unto Seleucia. And from thence they sailed to what? To Cyprus. Are we still together? As are we still together? They sailed to where? To Cyprus. Praise God. And in Acts 14, 14, they were called what? They were called apostles for the very first time. Right? Right? Okay? Now, so we saw that by prophecy, and the laying on of hands, the grace of God was imparted to Apostle Paul. The same happened in 1 Timothy 4.14. Let's look at Timothy. 1 Timothy 4.14. By prophecy and the laying on of hands. And when you look at the context, okay, it was not talking about the gifts of the Spirit, you know, in the context of 1 Corinthians 12. Rather, it's talking about ministry gifts in the context of ministry. Neglect not the gift that is in the which was given to by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of God. The presbytery, are they men? Are they angels? They are men. The gifts of God eh, are with men. You see, this, this gift you are praying, oh God, oh God, increase, that increase, is in the hand of men. Everything God will do for you, eh, will be true men. Go ahead. Let me show you that the context is ministry. Can you go ahead? Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting ministry may appear unto all. Is that all? Look at this. Take it unto thyself and unto what? The doctrine. Continue with them, for in doing so, thou shalt save thyself and them that hear you. The context is ministry. Second Timothy 1. Still Timothy. Let me... You see, the reason I'm reading Timothy now, we have seen how Paul became so great, right? Do you know how Timothy became so great? A combination of the graces of men. Oh, hallelujah. Wherefore, I put the word in remembrance. Now, when you look up, he talks about the grandmother. 
It talks about the mother. He now said the same faith is in you. So Timothy, also when you read Second Corinthians uh, three, he also went further that from that from childhood, come on, you have known the Holy Scripture has made the word of salvation. So Timothy had the discipline already with Scripture towards salvation. Then the, and we know that discipline was in it was put there by men too. The the grandmother told the mother and the what to Timothy. So there was already an appreciation of the gift of Christ. Now, so when Paul saw him, Paul saw that this guy can do the work of ministry. What he need now is equipment. So when Paul, look at this, which was given thee by the what? By the laying on of my hands. He don't neglect it. When I put the hands on you, something came to you. Don't neglect it. Why? Because it is what produces ministry labor. So your effectiveness in ministry are in the hand of men. If some people will just continually, primarily, greatly continue to honor men that God has put over them, this is a judgment. They will become rich. They will become healthy. They will become prosperous. Come on, and advancing regularly in the work of ministry. I'm telling you, the issue we have to deal with ministry work is dishonor. Somebody will be abusing you and will still be sighing you. Huh? Huh? Ah, you are, you, that, that's very stupid, sir. Look at this. So I'll give you the body. Put it all of my hands. Go ahead. Verse 7. Pay attention to this. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and of sound mind. Again, you find that the gift is not 1 Corinthians 12. Go ahead. Verse 8. Be thou, be not thou therefore ashamed what? Ashamed of, of the testimony of our Lord Jesus Christ. Not of me, prisoner, but be thou a partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. There is no, there is no context of First Corinthians twelve. Come on, it's ministry gift. So ministry gift came on Timothy when Paul put his hands on him. So the measure that came to Timothy was according to Timothy's romance already. Come on, with the faith which was in the grandmother, in the mother. So he had a relationship with that faith. He was ready. Are you following what I'm saying now? Don't forget we read of presbytery, right? Which is a council of elders. Now we are reading word. So when you see Timothy, come on, his name coming up in the canon. His name must come up because there are network of graces that, that came up on Timothy. So among all of Paul's guys, Timothy must be mentioned. In fact, he said, I have no man who is like-minded. He said, Timothy knows my way of life. Paul was literally in Timothy. I'm telling you. And don't forget, Timothy was also exposed to other graces of men. So when Timothy is walking, hallelujah to God, it's a, it's a network of graces. How will he not? As a young, you know Timothy was a young man. Let no man despise your youth. Huh? 
Because if they despise your youth, they will deprive you of your youth. Well, how do you stop that? Be that one example. Come on. Be that one example. And then from there, neglect not the gift. Well, I, don't know, I don't know if you are following what I'm saying. So, you must be example by putting forth the gift. All this grace, put them to work. Hallelujah. And when you notice, every time Paul gives Timothy instruction, he gives him emphasis. Who read Timothy? For this reason, this, that you will do this. And when Timothy get there, he didn't try to do everything. He tried to do exactly. Oh, glory be to God forevermore. I will follow away these things that I am saying. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I will see together. I will see together. Alright? Amen. Okay. Praise the Lord Jesus. So, emphasis is very important. Look at Ephesians. Ephesians 3. And then we just observe certain... Uh, So we see Paul's emphasis, right? His emphasis, praise the Lord Jesus, was Christ and him what? Crucified. Praise the Lord Jesus. And of course we know that salvation, Peter preached salvation, right? Everybody preaches salvation. But there is an emphasis of the work of God with Paul. Praise the Lord Jesus. Now Paul himself said that the grace upon him towards the Gentile, that Peter had a function of grace towards the Jews. Are you aware that the church of Jerusalem, praise the Lord Jesus, they were not preaching exactly what Paul was preaching. And Paul never said they were heretic. You know, there are people that think that only the Pauline epistle can bring salvation to people. Praise the Lord Jesus. So when they come to your church and then they, say, they start sending message. So I'm in a church right now. On Facebook, so I'm in a church right now. It's been 40 minutes and they've not even mentioned Jesus. You, you, you get that kind of... Those people can advance in ministry. The grace of God in that place is alive. The same spirit is the one inside of you. That's why they are the way they are. Jesus, did Isaiah preach Christ? Isaiah did not mention Jesus. Are you aware, let me shock you, that what we call New Testament today, Paul didn't know it. Matthew 2. Revelation. Huh? Are you aware that the only Bible is Genesis to Malachi? Can I shock you? Are you aware that what we call epistle, you know, it's like that epistle is doing something to you. They are letters. Are you aware that they are letters? Good. Are you aware that nobody writes a letter to somebody while he's with the person? So was there any time Paul was at Corinth? Paul was at Corinth, right? He wrote the letters when he was away. So when he was with them, with the Corinthians, he did not teach them from the book of Corinthians. 
He taught them from where? Genesis. Are you aware that the Bible of Jesus was Genesis to Malachi? Are you aware that the Bible in the book of Acts, the, how, from where did Peter preach on the day of Pentecost? From the book of Acts. From where? Genesis to Malachi. The angel appeared to Philip. Join yourself to this chariot. Sir, Philip, Philip preached to the people you know from where? Isaiah! Did the man get saved? From Isaiah. From Isaiah. Are you aware that the Romans may not have the book of Corinthians? They are letters written to the church at Rome. This one was written to the church at Corinth. The Colossians may not be aware of anything that is in the book of Romans. That is even if they are aware that there was a letter. So Paul gets to Colossae and in the Bible study, carry Genesis. Paul got to Ephesus in a Bible study, opens word, Genesis. No, he did. Paul never preached from his letters. Then you are there saying, the epistle. Some people have made the epistle pieces. The people said. Are you listening to this thing that I'm telling you? So, let me make this landing for Ephesus. Where did I say you open? Ephesians. Good. So, when Paul gets to Jerusalem, pay attention to what I'm telling you now because there are a lot of things out there. And a lot of problems that young people have in ministry today is because of certain information. That they have wrong information. You know, many times, it's a he that thinketh he knows does not know as he ought to know. When you start thinking you know, sir, eh, then it is already apparent you are making mistakes. I'm telling you. See, Christians need to think. Believers, when you see to the world, you need to think only ghost a dead thoughts. The only Bible, sir, is Genesis to Malachi. He did preservation. What saith it? What is it? Scripture, Moses. The word is 90. It was Moses who said so. The word is not thee, even in your heart and in your mouth. That is, this is Paul now speaking now. So what he's saying there is the word of faith that we preach. So who preached the word of faith? Moses! So when Paul got to Romans, that's to let you know he was quoting Deuteronomy. That thing is in Deuteronomy. Say not in your heart, who shall ascend to the heaven? That is, this Paul now. And I say, what he meant is that to bring Christ down. Or who shall descend to the deep? The poor now say, what Moses was saying, who will bring him from the dead? It was Moses. So the people say, Old Testament. What is Old Testament? There is only one Testament. 
The word old was when it's a prophecy. The word new is his fulfillment. He's the author and the finisher of faith. Of faith. Talk to me. Of faith. Of faith. That means there is one faith which he authored and he has now perfected by resurrection. Do you hear you talk about from faith to faith? From faith to faith. Come on. From the faith in Jesus to come. To the faith in Jesus that has come. It's the same faith. There is one testament, sir. That one was its prophecy stage. This one is its fulfillment. It's one. All the book of Romans were taught from Genesis to Malachi. Corinthians were taught from Genesis to Malachi. So, who preached the gospel? Was it Paul? No. The Old Testament preached the gospel. There's only one Bible. God has given us one Bible. It's Genesis 2. So, when Paul got to Jerusalem, come on, he will be quiet. Are you see what I'm saying now? He will be quiet. How many of us know that Paul, do you, do you see that there was a relationship between Paul and Peter? I will tell you why. Peter, Paul had a relationship with Peter that he did not have with the other world. And I will tell you why. James was the head of Jerusalem church, right? And James was a feared man. As in the very... Look at this. It's not even James coming home. People from James carry James' fear. Peter was with some Gentiles. Come on. He was eating with them. Pay attention to what I'm telling you now. Before you jump. Peter was with the Gentiles. Or is it the Galatians? Paul was probably the Galatians. And then some men came from James. Ah, Peter stopped and Paul was there. Then Paul, with high temper, jumped and accused Peter. And today, people say, Paul, Paul rebuked Peter. So I can rebuke Adebuye. Paul rebuked Peter. Was he right? Be attention, no. Everything Paul did is not everyone that I write. Are you just what I'm saying? I'm not talking scripture. Paul, look, wait. What did, what did Peter do? He was eating. Some men came from James. He refrained from eating. How is that a sin? Holy Ghost did not say what Peter did was wrong. It was Paul that said so. Do you know Paul realized later? Because he did the same thing. Wait. Now, you know, Paul, Paul, his body, his blood was, was boiling. Say, say, if you, if you, eh, who is a Jew, is living after the manner of the Gentile, why persuade the Gentile? So, if I'm talking about, how did he live? Peter had a revelation. Look at this. Pay attention. Act chapter 10. He was the first that knew that the Gentiles were cleansed. By a counter, sir. I have never eaten anything that is unclean. He said, what the Lord has cleansed. He did not say it was not unclean. How was it unclean? Was it because it was dirty? It was because I said so. 
I am now saying now. They are crazy. He said, why you? Three times, sir. Why you? Why he was ruminating on this? The Holy Ghost said, so men have come. Go with them, doubting nothing. In fact, when Peter was in the house of Colossians, Peter told them, he said, you know I'm not supposed to be here. But for revelation. The God said, right? Do you know when James heard that Peter got to the evil by revelation? James queried Peter. Because as powerful as Peter is, he was an elder of that James. <laughs> Wait. So, so Peter by revelation knew what James didn't know. He knew what people from James didn't know. Even at that point, he knew what Paul didn't know. That's why he said, when Paul went back to Jerusalem, he said, other apostles saw I know. Not because they were not around. The word other apostles saw I know means that I didn't go to see them. Save Peter. And I abode with him two weeks. Doing what, sir? Hey, Peter. So, you say you had a revelation. Gentile. Because his emphasis was Gentile. And this is the first man that saw the revelation of the cleansing of the Gentile. Apostle Paul learned from Peter. Okay, you say you saw. Yeah, he said, I saw it too. So, what was there? And, you know, four-footed, whatever, whatever. Okay. You know, the Lord said, you say, yes, yes, yes. He said, three times. I told him, I said, no. He said, what I have clean. He said, wow. So, he said they are clean. Good. He took notes. Come on. From Peter. Peter got up in the council and said, men and brethren, hear me? You all know how God made the choice among us. That it is by my mouth that the Gentiles will receive the gospel first. Paul was there. I said Paul was there. So when he did that, he knew what he was doing. He was playing conscience. Not his own conscience, but the conscience of men that came from James. Of which 1 Corinthians 8 all preached it. He learned later. The same thing Peter did was what Paul was teaching us to do. That you can be there and eat it. But if somebody come, who now know that ah. You are, you are mingling with something that is unclean. He said, not for your own conscience. For the conscience of the brother's sake, refrain from eating. When men came from James, Paul, Peter refrained. Later, Paul stressed, to all men, I became everything. I'm a winsome. I even aware in Acts, Paul got to the temple and they told him that they will kill you here. He said, what would I do? He said, you will pretend. As if you came, Paul shaved his head. Can man carry turtle doves? And that's hypocrisy. Do you know why he did that? Men from James. Yet you never hear Paul say, James is heretic. What is killing? You know, the young people, there is light to. There is light. Their problem is honor. The problem is honor. So people that they should dissipate the light, they won't be there. By the grace of God, praise the Lord, 
the hand of God, I say this with every sense of humility and responsibility. The hand of God is on my life and this few years I've been praying because of some things the Lord has been speaking to me about and some of these things require uh, protection. You see that? The hand of God is strong on my life and is getting stronger daily. With respect to these things that I'm telling you now, as an antidote, come on, to these things going on, by the grace of God, God has made me a detox for all of these things going on. Hallelujah, people. Amen. And somehow, some way that I cannot explain, it continues to increase my influence. I have ministered with people in this nation that are gatekeepers. I know people that have called me and said, Pastor, I want to come to worry to come and learn. I said, Ah, sir, I cannot receive you worry to learn because I can't, I can't even say to myself that this person is coming to sit in God's house. So now I'll just stay in an hotel. No, sir. Everybody worries. <laughs> Say, no, Pastor, I can learn. I say, ah, I know, sir. Praise the Lord Jesus. That's to let you know these people want to learn. Arrogance. Arrogance. Even in Yoruba culture, wait, when somebody is older than you, the Yoruba are the most, in fact, their culture concerning respect is the highest in this nation. Where I'm from, you worry, uh, uh, parents will say, I want my children go and school in Yoruba land so that they can learn respect. It is still young people in Yoruba land. See, a Yoruba elder, even an elder statesman in ministry, has been robbing him. That's why you will see highly graced people that will not leave a college. That's why you will see highly, highly uh, blessed men. You know this lady, this guy is blessed. Or go to their church or something. Go to their Bible study. You hear people that, that they represent knowledge. Go for Bible study. You know that something is critically, fundamentally and foundationally wrong. And many times, it's a refrain from men. When men that are, that, are, that are for men in God's plan refrain from you, sir, that is refrain of grace. But they are the grace of God. Hallelujah to God. So I pray for us that the Spirit of the Lord will brood on these things and it will be more in our heart. That more than ever before, when you come for LMM like this, that's what I'm talking about around this, that the next, between now and the next element, that you have a restructure, a rethinking, a total turnaround of how you view men. Praise the Lord. That you will, not, you will not treat them based on knowledge. You will treat them based on the grace of God. Are you listening? That is what I'm saying. That's how Paul related with the church at Jerusalem. He never said they were ready. He never said whether he stayed with his emphasis and allowed them to stay with the emphasis. Are you listening to this? I'm saying these things are very sensitive when it comes to supernatural. 
the supernatural is said the anointing hears. The anointing listens. Are you following what I'm saying? You know, there's something you'll be saying against Adeboye. Eh? The anointing is hearing it. There's something you'll be saying against Bishop. The anointing will be hearing it. Hallelujah to God. Glory be to God forevermore. Let's just stand to our feet. Hallelujah. Let's just thank him for his help. Let's thank him for his help. Somebody thank him for his help. From here, pray that our message will get to the ends of the earth. From our pulpits to the ends of the earth. Impurity. Great sanity. Great purity. Great sanity. Great honor. Pure streams. Pure streams. Shalamande nigodus kenemon du bregedino gotusa. Kopayande gilo gotu brandi vanahaya. Shakaba. Let us also pray that Lord, what would you have me emphasize? What would you have me what emphasize? Pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, show me. Show me the wisdom of the manifold wisdom of God in Christ that I should emphasize this time. That I should emphasize this time. Shantolo Bregedina Gaza. Lembro dush kezega no kotobeliva la haya. Na parabadegi sokotobeliva na haya. Membro no kosenta ligedemo ruva gavaya. Ne kibo koto brandu bregedi kayatasa. Shandalama brandegi loto so bregedi navahaya. Finally lift your hand. We are going to pray that the rest of this year. Amen. That the rest of this year. That I am not behind the will of God. I am not behind the will of God. I am not behind the plan of God. That the rest of this year. Divinely aided. I recognize. The will of God. The plan of God. I give myself wholly to the same. And I fulfill them. Powerful. Let's lift our hands. I begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Bring the Holy Ghost. Lava Kusra Adiki Supaya. Balopa Kasha Katala Baba Baba Bahaya. Talk in other tongues. Talk in other tongues. Talk in other tongues. Everybody talking in tongues. You have just listened to a message of Oikea Christian Center. For other messages, visit our website at www.oikeacc.org. Remain blessed.